Welcome to SK Hobbies AZ Podcast. Listen up here and take the RC ride of your life. Now, here's your host. The man, myth, legend, and puts the S in SK Hobbies. Stitch. All right, all right, all right. Settle down. It's not that big of a deal. I am Stitch. Welcome back to SK Hobbies AZ. So I've been gone for a while from the podcast world. You know, we've been uh, been dealing with a lot of stuff, you know, you know, just give you a little channel update. So I've been having a little bit of issues, you know, dealing with some stuff. You know, my hard drive crashed, which kind of set me back a lot. Lost a lot of video. Um, had videos that were already recorded. And, you know, that just kind of, you know, it becomes a big, huge Debbie Downer type thing on it. So, but I'm over that and we're, we got back into making some videos, you know, it's been a blast. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy talking to you guys. Um, it's a wonderful hobby and, and, and it's amazing. Um, been redoing some stuff in the studio. I've been reworking some of my lighting because I, I don't know if you guys have been watching my YouTube videos, but you know, there's, there's a lot of reflection off of me. Uh, there's a lot of uh, shadows and stuff like that so I've been kind of upgrading the lighting in the shop and uh, you know I've even got some more lighting um, Derek from Derek's AZRC um, you know we did a little podcast or not a podcast we did a little bit of a uh, uh, live stream which we'll talk about here in a little bit and he brought over some uh, a light bar that kind of reflected some colors, and I thought that was kind of awesome. So we're going to be adding a little bit of that into uh, my videos, and especially when we're out here on the workbench and, and talking. So be looking forward for that. And then, uh, you know, um, we got this drone that was donated uh, to the channel. It's a Unic Typhoon H drone. And uh, we've got it really pretty much ready to go. I'm just having some battery issues with it. And uh, the batteries that, that the guy gave it to me. So now this was a brand new drone. He never really used it. He bought it and he decided he was going to use uh, a different drone. And, you know, these drones aren't cheap. You know, they're almost two grand for this drone right now on Amazon. Uh, but the batteries are puffed and they've never been used i can't get them to charge so i'm working on trying to create a uh a better charging uh adapter for it so i don't have to use the charging dock that it comes with we're gonna i'm gonna kind of use my my lipo battery charger which hold on a second the uh all right so i got two different types of chargers that i use in my shop and um you know they, they do lipos they'll do the uh the the nickel metal halide one batteries they'll do uh the lithium ion batteries they'll do all kinds of different batteries so uh these batteries that come with this drone are they're a lipo polymer battery so they're you know i guess they're a lipo but um some people replace them with uh, they use like a 3d printed housing and they'll put like a 4s battery in these in these things and, and use them so probably going to eventually go to that method but uh you know these two i've got a hobby mate smart charger it's the the d6 duo pro which is an amazing charger if you guys haven't tried that out check it out um i'll probably do 
a YouTube video here down the road just talking about these two different chargers and my thoughts on it. But right now, out of the two I got, this Hobbymate D6 is just amazing. Uh, the other one I got, a um, guy by the name of, uh, he's got a channel called um, RC Guys Garage. And he really liked this one. And they weren't that expensive, so I decided I was going to get one and added it to my collection. But um, it is, let's see what this is called. It is the, the T240 Duo AC Dual Charger. So it's got a touch screen to it. Uh, it's dual charger. Uh, it's kind of cool. It gives you a little graph that you can look on when you're watching your batteries charge and then your cell levels and seeing all of that. It's a pretty cool charger. It's a lot noisier than the, um, the Hobbymate one. Um, charging the same, uh, you know, same batteries on it. It seems like the T240 take, uh, Duo takes a little bit longer to charge a battery under the same amperage ratings um, as the Hobbymate one. But performance-wise, the batteries are performing the same, um, which I'll get into batteries towards the end of this podcast, and, and we'll go from there. Now, going from that, you know, this podcast is probably going to be a little bit longer than normal. I've, uh, I've been gone for a while and haven't posted anything. And, um, you know, it was kind of funny as I, uh, I got asked, you know, hey, Stitch, how come you haven't gotten on and uh, done a podcast recently? And it just like that light bulb clicked in my mind. And I'm like, <laughs> I haven't even looked at it to see if anybody's actually downloading my stuff. I was just surprised somebody asked me about it. Because um, I'm not really in this just, you know, to to make money or to, to do anything. I'm just doing it for fun and for a hobby. And, uh, you know, why not share my love with everybody else? You know, I enjoy working on it. So, you know, and meeting new people. And, you know, there's, there's not as quite a big of a population here in, uh, the Phoenix Valley that, uh, you know, does RC on a day-to-day -day basis. And, so I wanted to reach out and, and find other people that liked it, whether it's, you know, somebody else here in the Valley or if it's somebody in the in, in the United States or even in the world that just wants to chat about it or, you know, log in and talk to me uh, while I'm working on my RCs. You know, I'm pretty sure I bore the heck out of my wife talking to her about it all the time. So, um, you know, but she loves the hobby, too. She just doesn't really care too much about the... Uh, the logistics behind it and uh, she just likes to play with them which I'm okay with I'm okay fixing them but uh, but pretty much what we've been doing recently is just recovering from this hard guide crash I had to recreate my logo I had to recreate a lot of information all of my music that I had I had to figure out where I got it from and, and get copies of my music again um, redesigned my whole YouTube channel and with redesigning the whole YouTube channel, I decided I was going to go a different route. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. Somebody actually, uh, you know, told me, oh, Stitch, you're the blues clues of the RC world now. And I'm like, really? Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, what it, I don't really care what people think. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm going to say what I want to say. And um, if you don't like it, you know, there's other channels out there, um, you know. It, I mean, it is what it is, but, but any, anyways, uh, one of the things we've been, been dealing with here at, uh, SK Hobbies is, you know, I got a 3D printer for Christmas 
Um, I got a Creality Ender 3 V2. It's an FDM 3D printer, which that's stands for Fused Deposition Modeling, which this uses a filament. It's fed through a, uh, you know, a tube from a reel, and it's fed through a tube, and it comes out a little nozzle that, uh, that is heated, and it has a bed that's at the bottom that moves around, and it basically, it, it uses that nozzle to heat up the filament and melt the plastic and, you know, does your 3D modeling that way. Um, there's other ones out there. Um, you know, there's the resin style printers where it uses a, uh, uh, basically a, like a liquid bed that you fill up and it uses lasers that uh, print that way. And then instead of it printing onto a plate, the plate comes down and it prints vertically on it and the plate lifts up out of the resin as it's being printed and the layers are done, which is pretty cool. Out of the two, you know, the, the resin printers probably produce a heck of a lot better quality than the FDM printers. But, uh, you know, I, I've never done 3D printing before. It's my first time, you know, doing it and I'm having a blast at it. Um, so I decided to go in an expensive route. I mean, the Creality Ender 3s, they're under 300 bucks. I, I paid like 280 for it. And it comes, you know, we'll say partially assembled because you got, it took me about 40 minutes to put it all together. Got it all together and, you know, within about an hour and a half, I was up and running and printing my first uh, uh, trial run. And so, you know, it came with a little bit of F... It came with a little PLA, which it's a white PLA. It's, uh, and that's the type of material that I'm printing with. You can print with different types of material. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But uh, it prints in the... Uh, printed the white and I printed this little honeycomb coaster thing that uh you know it it worked pretty good um and then from there you know I started uh you know printing some other things I uh we got a couple of uh crawlers and uh for my son for his for Christmas he got a Red Cat Gen 7 um it's like the Everest Gen 7 Pro which is basically the the full version you know with all with all the you know the goodies on it and um but the spur gear and pinion gear is exposed underneath underneath there so it's exposed dirt can get up into it rock can get in there and damage it um i wanted to see if i can create a cover that would go over that spur gear and the pinion gear and it sets right between the two side plates the rails for this so I did. I went in and I recreated, or I created one that would come over and, and cover it. And it would bolt in to where the suspension arms will hold it in place right over the top of it. It doesn't completely seal it, but it gets it over it and allows, you know, so no rocks would be able to be allowed to get in there. And it, it turned out pretty good. So I printed a couple of them. Uh, I've got one sitting here on my desk right now I'm looking at that... Uh, is for uh, Derek from Derek's AZRC. He's got an Everest 10, which has the same type of setup. So I got this one for him. And, uh, you know, of course, I threw the SK Hobbies AZ logo on it. So it's got the, it's beveled out of the top of it. It's pretty cool. Um, and uh, so he's going to be uh, getting that installed on his Everest 10 uh, project that he's got. And then what else have we been printing? Um a roof rack for my wife's uh, Gen 8. So 
Uh, we'll get talking into the crawlers a little bit more, but I, I started working on a roof rack for hers because she really likes the one that sets on the Gen 7. So uh, I wanted to print something similar to it that also held, you could hold a spare tire. And I know it's going to make it top heavy, but going for more of the scale look than being top heavy. She just likes the look of it. I mean, it's an international scout. It's green. And, um, you know, we just wanted to put a nice looking uh, realistic uh, roof rack on it that would hold a tire. And then maybe we can put some gas cans up there, or, uh, some sleeping bags, something to make it look more scalish and stuff. Some of the things I'm looking for is I really don't want to 3D print the, an interior for these international scouts. Um, and they are a red cat. They're a little bit bigger than some of the other uh, bodies that I've seen for the 10th scale. But um, I, you know, I heard Proline made some, but now they're discontinued. So if anybody knows of a, uh, you know, a Lexan style uh, interior that somebody is selling for like the 10th scale, um, you know, I guess it doesn't have to necessarily be for the International Scout. I mean, if somebody's got it, you know, it's printing it for the... Uh, the blazer looking, or I guess it's the Ford Broncos style, I might be able to incorporate that into uh, this project too. Because I want to get an interior in there for her. We're going to get it detailed and painted on the inside and, you know, and, and kind of roll with it that way. So that, so if anybody knows any anybody that's that's got it, or um, I may be even looking for somebody that's doing that, that vacuum forming that's got a way of vacuum forming me a, an interior for it, that would be cool too. So been working on that. And then um, I also started designing a 10th, um, not a 10th scale, it's an 8th scale shock stand. So like when you're rebuilding your shocks, um, you know, you got to put them on a little shock stand. So I created this uh, shock stand of, uh, that will basically hold four shocks. And then it's got a little shelf on the bottom that are indented that you can put your shock caps in. Threw my SK Hobbies AZ logo on it, and uh, you know I started printing some of those out, and um, actually rolling into uh, our next topic. We're going to talk about the January uh, AZRC Bashers um, event that's coming up this month. Um, I'm going to be uh, putting some of those out there for uh, for their their auction that they they put that they're going to be putting on. So also I uh, created the Arma 6S differential stands. So like when you're working on your differentials for your 6S Armas, um, you know, a lot of people will use um, the 17 millimeter, um, the tire removal tool. It's some of them you can buy, they're like flat and they look like a little uh, T-handle. They'll use that and they'll just set their differential on there when they're working on rebuilding it and stuff. And that's what I do, and I, I've been doing that. I was doing that for a while, and then I was like, "Well, maybe I could three D print something that will uh, will kind of hold hold the uh, the differential in place while I'm I'm working on them." And then at that rate, I can have multiple of them. So if I'm doing uh, like on my Creighton or my Outcast, I've got uh, you know three different differentials. I got a, a front differential, a rear differential, and a center differential. So when I'm working on those, so I, I got three of them sitting on my workbench right now that I can sit there and I can put all three differentials in it, take them apart and, and put them back together and, uh, and do my maintenance on them. So I got those printed out and I did some SK Hobbies lo AZ logos on them. And um, 
I contacted uh, Randy at uh, East Tactics uh, from YouTube. He's one of the guys that I follow all the time. But I contacted him and I said, hey, I made these uh, differential stands. I'd like to send you a couple of them. And he was excited about it. So I packaged up some of those and got them sent off to him. So he, uh, he's got those in his shop now. So I'm excited to see if he's uh, going to do any kind of differential stuff here in the future. And uh, I'll see those stands come up on his, uh, his channel. That'd be cool. But uh, I also started printing uh, the rear for the Creighton EXB right now is all I've got. Um, mud guards that go on the rear A-arms that kind of help protect your, uh, you know, basically your rear end. You know, your shocks and linkage there from, from anything. I'd rather damage up these mud guards that, and replace them than I would, uh, you know, having to replace my shock spring or, uh, you know, I hit the, uh, the shock output cup or, you know, so I got those printed out uh, and I'm going to be installing those onto my Creighton too, but. So we're doing a little bit of 3D printing. We're gonna branch into a little bit more of the scale stuff. I wanna print some um, some gas cans uh, in red PLA to put on my wife's uh, Gen 8. And I think I'm gonna print some to go on my, uh, my Gen 8 too. But, so we got that going on. Let's see, anything else 3D printing? Uh, nothing we really wanna talk about right now, but so. Well, let's talk about this, uh, the AZRC Bashers. So we've got another event coming up here on the 30th of January. So it's gonna be the first one after the holidays. I'm excited that it's gonna be a big event. Um, I, I've heard a lot of, you know, they're gonna be giving away a couple of RCs. You're gonna have a choice between the, uh, the Red Cat Shredder. Um, and I also think that he's also throwing up another um, Red Cat Gen 8 V2 into the mix so you'll get a choice you know which one you want so i think they're going to probably auction them off both of them but uh or i shouldn't say auction raffle off both of them so that's going to be cool that'd be cool if we can win win one of those i've never had a red cat shredder i mean i've got a creighton uh arma creighton but uh never had a shredder that might be a choice for us to you know get a shredder and try it out you know so but all right, we got that coming up. That's always a blast. So be looking for that video coming up on uh, on YouTube. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk about it on one of my podcasts here too. So got that going. Let's see, what do we want to talk about next? Oh yeah, so live streaming. We've been doing some live streaming recently. We started a new series for this year. Um, Derek from Derek's AZRC and SK Hobbies AZ. We are going to be doing a monthly clash of the channels where uh, it'll be a live stream with both of us. Uh, we kicked off the season first. We did it out of my studio and uh, the uh, I, I think it was awesome. It was a success. Um, you know, it's it's still getting a lot of views. It's out there. It's about two hours long. So if you guys want to check it out, you guys can can see what we did. But we did a. Uh, little bit of wrenching on it. We were working on his um, Traxxas TRX4, uh, I believe it's the Sport Edition. Um, we had some, he had some motor issues at our last bash, bash in December and uh, 
basically we think the motor and the ESC kind of seized up all at the same time and died. Um, so what we did is we pulled uh, the motor out of his Arma and Fraction through uh, BLX that he had, and I believe it's the Mega Edition one. So it's it's a nine turn Arma. I think it's a little bit strong for what he wants to do with crawling wise. But we just we pulled it out to see if we could do it. We put it in and it. It had, had a lot of power. It just doesn't have really that much crawling capability. So we're, uh, he's looking at getting a different motor, and then we'll get that swapped out there too. But we started that, so we had the first one. So we'll be, be looking for the next live stream. We'll get that posted here in the next week or so about when we're going to be doing that one. So we got that. and You know, the other thing we're going to be doing is we're going to do, be doing a lot more uh, live stream wrenching with Stitch. So... Uh, where it's just going to have me sitting in the workbench. I'll be working on something and I'll just stream live and uh, see who's out there and who logs in. And if you got any questions or, you know, stuff like that, you can jump on. Um, it's awesome. I mean, I was completely shocked with my wrenching that I had a fan. Um, I believe it's RC Kid U uh, UK jumped in and... Uh, it was awesome. I didn't know I had a fan outside of the United States, but he's, he's been a fan of my channel for a while and has been following me. He's excited. He loves the uh, the bash locations we go to. And, um, and then there's also Thompson RC and Christian RC. Both of those guys are, are huge fans too. And I, you know, I want to send a shout out to all three of you guys. You guys are awesome. And I hope you guys are listening to my podcast too. So... But we're going to be doing some more of those wrenching. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a weekly thing or if it's going to be an every couple of weeks thing. Or maybe I'll do a couple of back-to-back -back days of just live wrenching. Who knows? But uh, I'm going to create that series and, uh, and we're going to move forward from there. And we'll see what we see what, see what what we get out of it. So one of the things that we started up recently, and I want to say it's been since November. Uh, it's probably since our last podcast. But, uh, you know, we branched into the crawler world. Um, I now own four crawlers. We own two Gen 8s. We own uh, the green edition and the purple edition of the Gen 8 V2s. And then we have uh, my son's uh, Everest Gen 7 Pro, which is the black edition. And uh, we have one new edition that I picked up, and it's kind of a... We'll call it a uh, an Arma Rescue rebuild. So uh, this guy had a Gen 7 Sport. So it's the lower model edition from the, uh, the, uh, the Pro. So it doesn't have the hinged hood. It doesn't have all of the extra graphics on it and uh, the side effects and the roof rack. And it, you know, originally it comes with just... Uh, body posts and it has a you know a shell that slides down on it which I believe comes in either orangish red and uh, silver and it just kind of slides down over it and and you got little uh pens that you just stick in there to hold it on place like you would any other RC and uh but this guy had it he was selling it it had no shell he didn't know what was wrong with it he said that one of the tires wasn't spinning correctly but one of the big things that I noticed about it is he had these huge tires on it. 
And I want to say that they were like, like Tamiya monster truck tires that he put on this crawler. And a crawler's not designed to have those big, heavy, you know, rims and tires on it. Um, you know, especially since they were like the size of a, you know, a 10th scale monster truck. And I want to say they were probably, I mean, the rims itself were, shoot, uh, five inches in diameter, I think. And then with the tread, you're almost eight inches in diameter for these treads. With the tread and everything. So it was these big monster truck tires on it. And uh, so I, I decided the guy was getting rid of the RC car pretty cheap. And so I decided to go pick it up. And I got it home. And it was, it was definitely a project. Um, the, uh, it had two, two drive shafts broken or two axles broken. It had one of the rear axles broken and one of the front, uh, CVD joints was broken on the front axle. And, uh, of course I needed to get some crawler tires for it. Uh, the bearings were all rusted. The hardware was all rusted. Uh, some of the bearings were kind of pretty bad. So I needed to get a new bearing kit and, uh, and of course I needed a body for it and I just happened to turn around and looked up on my wall and I had that American flag buggy body that I ran on my Creighton when I first uh, first got my Creighton. Um, I got the Creighton V5 used and this guy had it. I still have this body and uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it, but it's an old school Chevy body that uh, I think probably came from the crawler world. But he had this old school Chevy body on it and uh, it just didn't fit properly. So I took it off the Creighton and I bought this, uh, you know, eBay special for like 23 bucks, this buggy body. And uh, painted up like the American flag and I stuck a 53 number on the front of it. If anybody knows what 53 is, everybody, at least at going to show my age, but if anybody remembers Herbie, the love bug, um... So he's got the Herbie Love Bug number on it, the 53. But we got her put back together and um, we got her out on the, uh, on the trail. My seven-year-old son drove it. We got, uh, we, uh, we got about 25 minutes into our run and uh, the darndest thing happened. The tire fell off. And I was like, why did the tire fall off? And so I went in there and I looked at it and it wasn't just the tire, the whole rear um, axle that was inside of the housing that connects up to the pumpkin there, it slid right off with the tire. So there are these little uh, eclipse that go around the uh, that, that shaft and kind of hold it into place inside of the, um, the rear axle. Well, that pin just disintegrated. Now, I, I didn't replace those pins. They kind of looked good when I was putting it back together, but I guess I should have replaced them. But but I got in there and I uh, I put new Eclipse in it, got that put back together, and then I noticed that the uh, the centerline drive shaft, so the, the rear centerline drive shaft, it, the knuckle that bends is, you know, probably aluminum or some kind of metal. And then there's a plastic shaft that comes out that connects up to the other one that comes from the center transfer case. And, uh, but it, it, the knuckle pulled away from the plastic, so it was just spinning freely. So 
I it looked like everything was good when I uh, put it back together the first time, but so I ended up uh, reaching out to uh, Brad Lee from Awesome Hobbies. He's my local Red Cat dealer here in the Valley, and uh, which he has a website, and you should check him out. It's awesomehobbies.net, and reach out to Brad Lee and uh, and talk to him about you know if you got any Red Cat parts or Red Cat, and he'll ship anywhere in the United States. So don't be afraid if you're not in Arizona or in Phoenix or you know, to reach out to him and, you know, let him know Stitch from SK Hobbies sent you and um, I'm sure he'll hook you up. All right. So, you know, we talked about that. So let's talk about my Gen 8. So I just finished a, we'll call it a, almost a two month review. I said in the video, it's been about a month and a half, but you know, time flies when you're having fun, you know, especially, you know, I've never gotten into crawling and I found out I actually like it. My wife loves it. And um, so we got these these Gen 8, uh, Red Cat Gen 8 V2s and they, they they surprised the heck out of me. You know, for one, being a basher, you know, I was expecting to break something and, you know, pretty much found out that you really don't break anything on crawlers unless you're being like completely, you know, falling off a huge cliff and it just, you know, disintegrates into the ground. But um these things you know it's just now you're looking at how it performs and it's it's amazing you know to see these things just crawl and uh so i did this review on it and the review you know i was i was looking for something bad to say about it and i couldn't really find anything you know there's always the little no matter what rc you buy you're always going to find one or two things that you know bug you about it um, and really the only complaint that I have about the Red Cat Gen 8 V2s is the Velcro that holds the body on the Velcro's crummy um, you know it, it it's it's super sticky when you first get it but then you know it's held on by like these little double sticky back tapes to the fender well and then they have these little fender wells that are inside of the uh, the body shell that, you know, it, you pull it up and eventually you pull up too hard and you just pull the Velcro right off the bottom. Now, I know eventually I'm going to convert it over to what I've seen people do with the Gen 1s and they put little earth magnets in there and it just kind of magnetizes and holds in place, which you got to pull real hard to get, get it off of those magnets. But uh, currently right now I replaced it with, um, it's a uh, genuine, it's that 3M dual lock. Um, it's the hard plastic. It's waterproof, you know, and they really lock together really good. So I use those, I uh, use that, that Velcro style uh, on my, um, my low C minis that I had for the shells. Cause for one, you know, the older you get, worse your eyesight gets. And it was just, and I got big fingers and trying to hold those, uh, you know, for a, an 18th scale RC and a 16th scale RC holding those little uh, uh, body clip pins are just, it's a pain in the butt trying to get them in that little hole and uh, into place. So I pulled those pins off and I just ran a couple of strips of Velcro down the side of the chassis and on the body and it just, bam, locks it in. And you know, they're only little, they were only little brushed ones, so they fall off to the side and stuff like that. Shell stays on them, so I didn't have any problems with it. So I had a bunch of that left over, 
So I decided I would I changed out the Velcro on both my wife's and mine, and uh, we ran it this weekend, and it it ran pretty good. Um, so we're gonna leave it like that for now until my earth magnets come in. I did order some, so once those come in, well, I'm gonna hot glue those magnets in place, and we'll roll that way. But the uh, the only other complaint on it that I had was the uh, the shocks. So. After about my second run, I started noticing there was a little bit of leakage on the back shocks. And it looked like it was coming out from where the seal was uh, on the bottom of the shock. So I took them apart on both, both of the Gen 8s and cleaned them up. And I looked at the seals and I really didn't see a problem with them. So I had some seals from my, uh, my Arma... 3S line that I used on those and they looked like they were right about the same size so I swapped those out and uh, put new seals on it put some fresh 35 weight oil all around put them back in and it, it started running better and uh, it seemed like it was running really good and just about I think it was the 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 crawl right before I did my video I noticed that there it was leakage coming out of the back back ones on mine and out of the front ones on my wife's. So I think the shocks are probably going to be my biggest complaint, um, you know, besides the Velcro. So I, I am looking at doing a shock replacement on it. Um, I've kind of got it narrowed down to three different shocks that I'm looking at. So listen up to this. So I was looking at the Proline Racing Prospect Scalar Shocks, and then I'm also looking at the Yeah Racing Desert Lizards. Those are the ones that have the internal spring shocks. I haven't decided which ones I want. I know they come in different colors, and so I got to do a little bit more research to find out, you know, what the different colors mean. And you know, everybody says, "Oh, get the red ones," but I'm not a big fan of red. So I, you know, it. I tell you what, if you guys know what the differences are, jump onto my Facebook. And uh, to my Facebook page at uh, SK Hobbies AZ, and uh, look for me. I'm Stitch at SK Hobbies, and 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 post something on there for me, and tell me if you know what's the difference. I'm gonna post a this video, or not the video, but I'm gonna post this podcast link on my Facebook, and just jump into the description on that, and uh, let me know what you think and what you guys suggest, and. The third shocks I'm looking at are the G-Made, um, the XD piggyback shocks. I think that those ones have pretty good reviews out there too. So I might be considering that. But let me know. If if you guys have a suggestion outside of those three, let me know too. I, I'm open to suggestions. So some of the other things I've done to the, the Gen 8. I did replace the, uh, the rims on the Gen 8s, on both of them. Um, the rims that come with them, there's nothing wrong with them. They were fine. I just wanted to go, uh, you know, with an all aluminum rim. And so I replaced ones that matched to my wife's, found one that was close to the same green. And I want to say we paid like 30 bucks for them off of Amazon. And, uh, you know, they worked pretty good. They're a nice beadlock. I use, I'm using the same tires, those swamper tires that come with it. And, uh... I, I kind of like the tires. Uh, eventually, I'm going to probably upgrade those, and I might, you know, we might talk about that on on another podcast about uh, suggestions for those tires, on um, what what everybody's using. 
I heard the Hyrax are pretty good, so I might be going with those. I think they're by Proline Hyrax. Uh, so we might be going with some of those. But what we did do was upgrade the motor. Now, I know it's got a Hobbywing electronics system in it. Uh, so I didn't replace the ESC. I just we just we're trying out some new motors, and we got the Holmes Hobby Trailmaster Sport 550 cans uh, and the 12T. Now you go to their website and they tell you the 12T is not meant for crawling. But there's been a couple of people that posted uh, videos out on YouTube on installing these 12Ts in them, and they loved them. So I decided, you know what, they're 20 bucks a piece, you know, throwing 40 bucks at the RC ain't that big of a deal. So I bought new motors, one for me and one for the wife's Gen 8s, and we put them in there and I was really surprised. It actually got, I can get a little bit slower crawl on those Trailmasters than I did on the stock Red Cat ones, which, you know, I believe, you know, they're Hobbywing rebranded. But, uh, but yeah, but, and then it's got a little bit more top end to it too. So I, you know, a little bit faster down the trail and we're zipping to the next, uh, you know, spot we're going to crawl at. So I, I, I'm really impressed by them. So, you know, if, you know, everybody's saying to get, you know, between what a 35 to 45, you know, two or 45 T motor. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't, uh, I haven't branched into that yet. You know, like I said, we're new to the, the crawler world and um, we're, we're trying things out and having fun at it. So, you know, if you got any more, any suggestions about that, jump into that, that chat and let me know what you guys think. Um, so let's see what else we got. Uh, let's talk about, oh, batteries. So primarily we're using two types of batteries here at SK Hobbies. We're using uh, the Z series which I believe are kind of like, uh, at least I've been told they're kind of rebranded um, Gen Ace style batteries, but, or they're made by the same company as Gen Ace, just made, you know, made in a different facility or made out of the same facility. I don't know. But anyways, success on them, they've been amazing. Uh, we run a couple of the 2Ss and 3Ss of those uh in my my kids is uh, uh bashers so we're running those in the 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 arma creighton or arma granite uh 3s and we're also running that in the big rock 3s um in the granite we run them in the 2s uh i'm just not ready to give my my younger son you know he's only seven and a half years old i'm only I'm not ready to give him that much power of the 3s he's still learning throttle control so he's only really got two speeds, and it's uh, full full power and full brake. <laughs> so um, we're teaching him on that, and he's hopefully going to learn a little bit more on the crawling side uh, of that throttle control through that. So so we've been running those, and then the other ones, you know, I cannot say anything bad about them, but they're Sakakan batteries. I'm running those in my 6S's. I've got 3S's, and then... In my Gen 8s and the Gen 7s, we're running the 2S batteries in those. Now, we're not really running any 3S batteries in the uh, our crawlers right now. And maybe I'll eventually I'll do a video and throw in a 3S Sakakin battery into my Gen 8 just to see how it performs and if it performs any different. 
see if it performs any different. So, um, I don't know. I've never ran any 3S through it. So we'll see. We'll see. But, I, you know, I'm really enjoying those, uh, those Sakakin batteries too. Um, you know, you can't beat them if you can get like two of them, two of the 2S batteries for like $25. Uh, I think with shipping and tax and all that stuff, it comes out to like 28 bucks for two of the batteries. You just, you can't beat them. So yeah, so we got that. And then uh, the next big thing for my channel is I'm going to be starting a modification for my Arma Creighton 6S. So I've already, if people have been following that, um, I got a Arma Creighton EXB roller kit. It was donated to me um, kind of from Derek's AZRC, but we did a little bit of uh, swapping around and so kind of broke even on it. And then uh, we put in the um, Castle Creations uh, Monster Mamba X ESC with the, which is an 8S system with the 1717 motor. Um, and it's just, it's, it's phenomenally freaking powerful. Um, I tried running it at our last basher event on 8S and it's just, I don't know if I need that much power. So I've been pretty much just sticking with the 6S line of batteries in it. And it's just, it, it's, it's, it's more fun than I need, you know, than, than I need on that, just running on 6S. So, but anyways, Arma came out with a new RC. I believe it was, we'll say last week it came out. We started seeing reviews over the weekend here of the new fire team. And digging into that, uh, it is pretty much, they took a Creighton 6S and mashed it to a Mojave and came out with the underlying side of this RC. And I'm sure there's some talent in it and, you know, there's, uh, you know, it's, it's running the notorious Creighton uh, A-arms and, you know, the shock towers look really similar to the, uh, not the Mojave, but looks really similar to the, the Talons style um, shock towers. The shocks, uh, from what I, I see, they're just like the Creighton shocks. So they're running, they're running those. So we're going to do kind of a, uh, a changeover on the, the Creighton. And we're going to turn it not into the fire team. But I've seen some people have done what they call the Creighton XL. Where they've extended the chassis. And they... they basically M2CFI'd their, you know, their Creighton and turned into a Creighton XL. And what they did is they swapped out the chassis plate with the Mojave's chassis plate and kept the Creighton A-arms and stuff like that. The only thing that you got, you know, from there, you've got your, uh, your chassis supports that you need to change those over, which is surprising that I found out that the Mojave chassis uh, chassis braces are the same as the Talons chassis braces, which is kind of funny is because they're two different chassis, but it's, they're, they're the same. And, you know, I happen to have a set of the EXB, um, Talon 
chassis braces, so I'm going to go ahead and incorporate that in. The uh, I believe the front drive shaft is the same as the Creighton. It's the rear drive shaft that I believe is different. So I ordered a new rear um, center drive shaft from M2C, the Mojave one. And I may have that backwards, and I'm sure you guys can correct me on Facebook on it, uh, on which one is different. But I did order the right one. I ordered the Mojave's one. And uh, we've got that, that coming. And then we have the main... Uh, shock tower support now that's the big bar that goes between the two shock tower uh that holds it in i got the mojave's shock tower support coming for it so we're going to get all that put on and hopefully done up here before the january uh, uh bash event here on the 30th so i believe most of that stuff comes in this friday and i i might be able to do kind of a live wrenching and changing things over this weekend on that so if you guys are following me on YouTube jump on there uh, most likely this weekend we're gonna do a live live wrenching on that and start changing that stuff over so it's gonna be awesome we're gonna kind of extend things out I'm gonna currently I'm gonna probably modify my um, my current Creighton um, EXB shell to fit on it if that doesn't work, I've got that, that old uh, Chevy truck body I could put on it for the event. But we're going to figure something out so we can have it at least up and running by the event and seeing what kind of chassis, uh, with the chassis supports on if the if I can get them to line up and still mount that shell up. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I believe it's going to be a fun time, and uh, we're going to have a blast doing it. And... It, I, I think it's just going to make that Creighton even more stable. It's going to make it a little bit heavier because it's a heavier chassis, but really that chassis is the only thing that's changing in the Creighton itself. Um, you know, with the fire team, they've added so much more into it. They've added new, you know, that the body is heavier. I bet if you took that, that body off and put a standard body on, that thing would just be the same thing. Um, they do have that, uh, that, that, that brake system that they put in there. Um, that slider brake or whatever they're calling that that brake system in there that's running off of an additional servo in the system um, I'm not going to put that on there I'm not a, I'm not concerned about you know I think it's it's a drag brake I'm not concerned about having that drag brake and being able to hit the drag brake and, and flip around really quickly I don't really need that function um, I just you know we're we're going to roll the way we are and we're going to make make this a Creighton XL so we may come up with a new name for it. I know that uh, Rich Duperbash and uh, Commander Isaac, they've both done this. Um, the uh, uh, Commander Isaac calls it a Creighton XL. Um, uh, I think Rich Duperbash calls it his Orange Darling. So we may come up with some other name for ours and, uh, and roll with it. But... But other than that, um, hopefully I can get the drone up and running uh, by the end of the month here so I can have it for the bash event. I'd love to get that up in the air and start getting some aerial footage of, uh, of the RCs running and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to be digging into some more solder safety and soldering, so we'll probably be doing some of that uh, through live, uh, the live streams. And also we'll be putting together some safety videos on that too. Um, if you all guys also get a chance, um, I did a live stream with a guy by the name of Ad, Adam Button, and 
Adam is the owner of Nice Guy Audio. Um, he's here in the Valley, and you can get pretty much any uh, any kind of your audio needs when it comes to your cars. So if you want a nice stereo system in your car, um, I'm sure you got you know contact Adam. Uh, you know if you guys need his information, send me a message on Facebook, and I'll get you his, his contact information up if you're here in the Valley, and we'll go from there. So, other than that, I think I've pretty much rambled on enough. We're coming up on, uh, what, 45 minutes here? So it's almost one of my longest, my longest podcasts, but I had a lot to talk about. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to uh, continuing this venture on. And I, you know, I hope you guys continue enjoying it. You know, don't forget to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, SK Hobbies AZ. And please, thank you for uh, listening to my podcast. And uh, don't forget to uh, like and you know give me give me a good rating on the podcast, and that'll make that'll make everything better for the channel. So, so I, th I guess we're gonna go ahead and end it now. Um, you know, thanks thanks for listening, guys, and uh, you know, we'll talk to you next time. I'm Stitch from SK Hobbies AZ, and I'm out.